I'm a volunteer with Dream Center um, in Lake Elsinore, California. And I volunteer on the weekend with the outreach ministry. I am a uh, leader to one of our adopter blocks. So what, what that means is that we adopt a neighborhood, a certain residential street block that we connect with the residents. Um, when there's a need, we fill it. When there's a hurt, we heal it through prayer and resources. Being successful in, in doing that is creating a relationship with the residents. And that's why we call it adopt a block because we adopt them. Just like our Lord and Savior adopted us, you know, we adopt them, they're our family. And um, we just consistently um, create and maintain a relationship that will just help us grow in the community. And, and when we do that, we edify the community, the, the, the residents, and amazing things happen. The atmosphere changes, um, we're transformed, and um, amazing testimonies. Uh, Rev has supported me as an ambassador um, with, with the correct tools that I need to, um, to really come alongside you know, as a champion and, and encourage and motivate these individuals that need a, a strong you know, brother in Christ or mentor. Um, so much of that is missing right now. I wanna thank the donors. Without the donors, none of this is possible. The donors are everything. The donors have, have given me this, this, this treasure, this privilege, this honor. And so I wanna honor them. And I just wanna thank them from the bottom of my heart. Hey, Revelation Wellness community. Thank you so much for being here at the Revelation Wellness Podcast for another episode. You just heard from Eddie Rodriguez, one of our amazing ambassadors here at Revelation Wellness. And Eddie is sharing his experience as someone who is pouring out the love of Jesus in his community through Revelation Wellness. People like Eddie are shaping generations of change through programs like the Dream Center and Adopt-A-Block. And as he tells you, doing this work literally would not be possible without our incredible donors. This Giving Tuesday, would you consider partnering with us through your generosity as we train and equip those who are going into their communities to serve as the hands and feet of Jesus. Your generous donations change generations to come as you empower our mission to share the gospel of Jesus to the ends of the earth. You can swipe up to the show notes to get started as a donor today. And can I tell you, on behalf of the entire Revelation Wellness staff and community, we are so grateful and thankful for the generosity of our donors and for all the ways that you continue to show up and support the work of Revelation Wellness. It's such a blessing to us and we love to partner with you to spread the love of Jesus. We hope you enjoy this Revving the Word episode and may you be blessed as you go into your day. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one.
play. Take a deep breath. Through the nose, exhale out the mouth. And I am super ready for this. Are you ready? If you're on your feet, or if you are paying attention right now to your body, being fully in this moment, right here, right now, then you're ready. Turn your palms up and say, God, come meet with me. Yeah. He wants to be with you. And we're going to do that today as we move our body and listen to his word. So right now, on a scale of 1 to 10, 5 being anything over intentional movement. So you're moving on purpose. Under a 5 is activity of daily living. Just moving about your day. 1 is eyes open, laying in bed. If you are a one right now and you can hear my voice, breathe. I speak life over you. Get a vision for your feet moving. Even if you can't move them. And I mean this. Come on, let's become the word. But if you are upright and you are wanting to get some increased blood flow and oxygen going, Shake off the dust of yesterday and throw yourself headlong into the love of God. Then you're ready for this. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, founder of Revelation Wellness. And I love doing this with you each week. It's my overflow. This never feels like I have to. It feels like the thing I was born to do. So as you move right now, over a five, start to notice your breath, start to notice muscle contraction, relax your shoulders, make some space in your belly to breathe, inhale through the nose, exhale out the mouth. Now as we go today, you're going to increase, you're going to be invited into, into some effort increases. You don't have to do them. If it feels like fun, give it a try. Otherwise, just get yourself moving intentionally, noticing your breath, noticing the resistance, but embracing it anyways. All right, so as you're hearing this, we are somewhere between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I have, have been in the book of, get ready everyone, Leviticus. <laughs> Leviticus. It's a book written to the people of God as they are journeying out of Egypt and into the promised land. God is making a way for his people to be with him, to worship him. So Leviticus is all about laws, the law, the law that we've been set free from <laughs> to be in the law of grace, but the law of grace that comes through Jesus does not neglect or forget the law that was in the Old Testament. We can learn something from this. So here we go. 
This is the law for peace offerings. Anyone need peace today? Peace. Let me read to you. Now it's gonna be a little dry. Turn on your thinking brain. Just go with me. This is the word of the Lord to Moses. Verse one, Leviticus three. If his offering is a sacrifice of peace offering, if he offers an animal from the herd, male or female, he shall offer it without blemish before the Lord. And he shall lay his hand on the head of his offering and kill it at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And Aaron's son, the priest, shall throw the blood against the sides of the altar. Woo, hey! We do hard stuff here at Revelation Wellness. And you know what we don't do with the Word of God? We, it's not a buffet. We're gonna eat all of it. And I'm actually kind of fascinated by the ones that make me feel, ugh, I don't like that. Because I know it's a deficiency in me, not in God. Just because I don't get it, doesn't mean it's not good. Come on. So we're eating our vegetables today. That first pass, you're like, wow, all the blood. Let us not forget, sin is costly. In agricultural times of Jesus, like, or of the Old Testament, the herd, the flock, that was your livelihood. And it was costly to give an animal from the herd, one without a blemish. God is telling us sin is costly. You've been paying for sin your whole life, but in Jesus, he covers the penalty. So we feel that, right? God, things are heavy out here. And I'm here today to say to you, he offers you his peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. See, and what we tend to do now is skip into the sunset with Jesus holding hands, not realizing there's still a cost, guys. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Romans 12, 1. Therefore, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Move towards a 7 on a scale of 1 to 10. What you're doing right now, moving your body, it's a sacrifice. You don't have to, but you know there's a payoff. You know it's worth it, even though it's costing you. Come on, Revelation Wellness. You guys are the people. <laughs> comfortable with the uncomfortable. Jesus is the offering, the Lamb of God, the sin offering that took away our sins and brought us peace. Now friends, listen, that does not exclude us from the offering. 
Your whole life is a sacrifice. Jesus made peace with us. Now, friends, it is our delight to hold this peace. You want to know how you hold the peace of God? Keep the fire burning. The fire burning in your heart. Carry the fire on the altar in your heart. And throw some wood on that thing throughout your day. Offer sacrifices. God, I'm going to give you this moment. I don't like it. It hurts. I'm freaking out. You know what that is? Perfect fuel for the fire. Accelerate a little bit more to an eight. Make a sacrifice. Make a sacrifice of peace. You want peace? Throw something on the altar. Come on. Pull back. Go ahead and come on back. Get your breath back. Be a six to seven. All right. So here's what's in interesting about this law for the peace offering. Again, back in the Old, Test Old Testament, foreshadowing the coming of Jesus, the cost of sin. It was there in the law. And the law, as Paul says in Romans, is only there to prove we need grace. We can't keep the law. We need more than rituals. Come on. Now this peace offering, as I looked it up in commentaries, I love this. It was saying it was not necessarily an offering to make peace with God, but an offering to enjoy peace with God. What? That changes things. And I have a feeling that's most of you here. I have a feeling you're not here because you're hearing about Jesus for the first time, but maybe you are, and if you are, you're amazing. And he's made a way for you. Turn, repent from that old way of life. Get to know Jesus, and you have peace with God. But once we have peace with God, are we enjoying peace with God? That to me is the bigger question. Let me ask you that question. Are you enjoying peace with God? Okay, truth be told, man, I want this. How about you? I want this. If you want this, say, God, I want this. And mean it as you put your foot in the ground, push off of the resistance. I want to enjoy your peace. Not just have peace, but enjoy your peace. The whole reason Jesus made peace between the Father and the believer is so that peace could not just come, but be enjoyed. 
enjoy God's peace. The peace offering wasn't just for those who have felt like they've done something wrong. It was for those who feel wrong. For those who are in the midst of a wrong moment going, what just happened? Where did this come from? God, where are you? Enjoy his peace. Peace I leave with you, Jesus says. Not like the peace of the world. Enjoy his peace. Come on. All right, so let's break this down. Let's get practical. How do we enjoy the peace of God? First, we receive it with our salvation, putting our faith in God, putting our belief that God is, and we can't save ourselves. So Jesus comes and makes a way, pays, sheds his blood for our costly sin. Now we have peace with God. But are we enjoying it? What do we need to do? Well, first, we have to know that we aren't enjoying peace with God. How would we know that we don't enjoy God? Come on. If being with him feels more like work than a lover's delight, then you probably not enjoying the peace of God. Friends, move up to an eight for this entire song. That means it's not very comfortable, but it's not uncomfortable and unsustainable. Try it for the whole song. Come on. It's your last push. If it becomes too much, pull back. You tried then try again. Do not quench the spirit with your doubts, your self-condemnation. That's not enjoying peace. Enjoy peace. So first, you gotta know that you aren't enjoying his peace. You get it? You can have his peace and not enjoy it. Holy Spirit, would you give us a visual for who we are in our homes, in our workplaces, in our neighborhoods, in that tricky environment? Who would we be? Show us if we were enjoying your peace. Give us a picture. Okay, did you get a picture? I did. And for me, it kind of comes back to being the same picture. Whether I'm at home with my kids, my husband, 
or <laughs> on a meeting in REM. I get this picture of me in the middle of a tornado, cyclone. Everything's just spinning around me. Cars and cows are flying into the air, but I'm in the center. And I'm not freaking out. I'm enjoying God because on him, on his rock, he builds his church and the gates of hell cannot prevail. This is only a test, Elisa. This is only a test. Pass the test and get moved to another position of glory. Enjoy me, Elisa. Enjoy him. Come on. Peace. Stay in eight. How you doing? Are you smiling? If you're mad about it, stop. If you're not enjoying it, stop. Stop it. Almost there. Peace a state of tranquility or quiet, a pact or agreement to end hostilities between those who have been at war or in a state of enmity, harmony in personal relations, especially with God. Pull back, we're gonna recover together. Listen, we've heard your request for shorter teachings. That doesn't mean I'm always gonna do them, <laughs> but I'm gonna honor them as much as possible. So you can just stay in a steady state, be a six, seven, or if you wanna bring it down under a five and go for a walk, or whatever. Maybe your walk is a six or seven. Whatever, ask the Holy Spirit what you need right now to enjoy God. This one that is worthy to be praised, worthy of honor. This definition from the Eastern Standard Bible dictionary says peace is a state of security or order within a community, freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. Can I say that one again? Freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. That's why you're here, friends. I'm pretty sure you found Revelation Wellness because there have been some oppressive and loud, cranky thoughts about who you are, about your body that you feel bad, you feel guilty all the time that you feel unrest 
And so you're here for the peace. I'm here for the peace. But I don't want you to just have God's peace. I want you to enjoy God's peace. You would be magnified in this place. Let me read this verse again from God himself talking to the Israelites, talking to Moses to tell the people how to make their offerings, their sacrifices that would keep them in relationship to God. Come on. God says to Moses, laws for peace. If his or her offering is a sacrifice of peace offering, if they offer the animal from the herd, male or female, they shall offer it without blemish before the Lord. That means it is a perfect offering. We're not giving him our leftovers. We're not giving him the lesser than from what we value most. We give him what we value most. Do you know that? Having peace with God and enjoying peace with God means giving him what you value most. What do you value? What do you hold in high esteem? Because it's often that very thing that you will contend for in, quote, righteousness. And it'll burn you if you don't have a heart of God and for God. You know, as I say, we all carry this fire inside of us. And it belongs on the altar of God. Huh. Thanks. It's true. I want you to see that fire. It's burning all the time. The question is, what are you putting on the fire? Burn for God. Keep the fire lit. You know, that was the job of the priest, to keep the fire on the altar going day or night. So it was ready for the sacrifice, for the sin offering, for the guilt offering. For the peace offering, it's always ready. So friends, first, to enjoy peace with God, you have to know when you aren't enjoying peace with God. Come on. What happens to you? Do you raise your voice? Do you shrink back? Do you grit your teeth? Does your heartbeat skip faster? Are you quick to speak and slow to listen? Or are you quick to dismiss yourself and self-silence? Come on, you have to know. What do you do when you aren't enjoying peace with God? And then what would it look like to enjoy peace with God? Come on, get that vision. Without a vision, the people perish. Who are you as a man who enjoys God, as a woman who enjoys God? Then third and, and the big one, 
what's your offering? You've got to put something on the altar to enjoy peace with God. <laughs> and for me, it's the very thing that I'm trying to control or trying to move towards my qualified end destination. Come on, come on, come on. Can I get a witness? Come on. Perhaps your peace offering today is the thing you turn to when you feel wrong. Not just when you've done something wrong, but when you feel wrong, right? Because the peace offering isn't just to have God's peace, but to enjoy His peace. It's for people who want to enjoy God. So what do you turn to when you feel wrong? Chaos. Let me suggest some. Food, shopping, work, working out, Netflix, wine, romance novels, anything we use to feel better about ourselves. Now listen to me, whatever we give God is going to feel costly. The enemy does everything in his power, which is weaker than God's strength, to keep us from enjoying God, from enjoying our life. Oh man, the enemy hates a laughing Christian. Ha. Satan knows the power of a believer who enjoys God is deadly to his plans. So he keeps us busy with lesser than things. Whatever we use to have and hold our peace that isn't from God, though it feels like it encourages me in the moment, it only weakens me. And once we give that thing to God, though initially we will feel weak and helpless and uncovered, <laughs> but God is attracted to weakness. God covers the weak. God wants us to enjoy Him. Friends, more than we know how, He rushes to help us when we are ready for real peace. Put your hand on the offering right now. Your Netflix, your food, your shopping, your romance novels, whatever it is, whatever you turn to for peace, put your hand on it right now and send it to the altar. Let it burn. Come on, friends. This is the stuff. <laughs> and Aaron's sons, the priests, throw the blood against the sides of the altar. Throw the blood. Throw the blood. Matthew 26, 28, for this is my blood of the covenant, Jesus says, with a glass of wine, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. How much more will the blood of Christ raise us to new life? Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, and we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Thank you, God. We give you this message. 
this is for you, that we would enjoy peace and not just have peace as you've left us to have, but would enjoy it. That when we find ourselves in a moment where it feels as if the rug has been pulled out from underneath us, we can look to you and see you seeing us with delight that there is something greater in all this, that the test and the trial is proving itself greater than gold, value of worth in our soul. So we turn to you and we give to you all that comes against us as a offering for enjoyable peace with you, God. Give us peace in this season, the kind of peace you leave us with. Work on that vision we had, God, until we become that we are people who enjoy your peace. In Jesus' name, amen. The Father turns his face away As wounds which mar the chosen one Bring many sons to glory
deep the Father's love for us.